1: What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? It's high noon, but it's a Tuesday afternoon, a special edition of the Steelers Blitz here on SNR. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motz, you are inside the electric factory with us for the next two hours. You already know the drill. On this program, we've got a decade of NFL experience and a really good head of hair, but it's up to you to figure out the rest what you should know by now though is we will take your participation as always uh you know where to get at us on twitter although it'll be a little different today because uh spoiler alert with the special edition show here that's because we had some issues uh namely arthur motes half of the uh the show got stuck on a runway in kansas city for uh for about 12 hours trying to get home in the wee hours of Monday morning. So this is a uh, a recorded show. Um, this will be available for you guys in podcast form. We are not live on SNR right now. Uh, we are doing this in kind of a different format because, uh, mozi it was after two o'clock on Monday when I got home, because as everybody has heard now, unless you've been living under a rock, some travel issues going on with the Steelers, and we were attempting to get home from Vegas. But you <laughs> know what, Mozi Like Evil Knievel once said, anytime you land... It's a good thing, right? As long as you land safely, it's a good landing. I think that was the the line from uh, from from Evil Knievel. Uh We landed safely. It just took a little longer than we all expected, but uh, you know, thanks for being flexible with me and how we do it.
0: Shout out to the scenic route, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out to the scenic route, and let's also uh, let, let's really talk about why you know these type of things affect us normal people because when i tell the listeners over and over and over that i'm just the regular guy in this here partnership when i tell people over and over that there's only one true big timer on this show when i tell people it took five years for the big timer to even notice his little noble steed didn't have access. And he said, you know what? I will inconvenience myself for a few and get you access. The reason why the show couldn't take place at normal time was because that same big timer, he doesn't watch the game like us normal folk. He don't travel to the game like us normal folk. No, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We fly spirit and Southwest. West, don't let the West and Southwest confuse you. They are not related. They are not one and the same. When West, as in Wesley Eula, travels to steal the games, he's traveling with Mr. Rooney. Like he gives him knucks on the way past, you know, going to his seat. He hugs Coach T and says, hey, the standard the standard, as he walks to his nice seat where security doesn't even stop and frisk. They're like, oh, that's West, but don't worry about him, man. Everybody else is like, yo, 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 take your shoes off, all right? Take take, take, take your pockets out. Do you got any toilet paper in your pockets? As if the toilet paper is going to have something up there that's going to hurt somebody. Yeah, you know, that's what us normal folk travel like. But Mm. West travels with the guys. So when there is anything, you know, that could potentially put them in harm's way, oh, it shuts down the whole movement, as you see. So, yes, that is ultimately why. The show today is today but i am just happy that our big time Ooh. partner the, the 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 headliner the main event the one that when they say his name on the bill the price goes up two times yeah i'm just glad that he had time today man so i do appreciate you man everything good on my side man i'm just happy to see you baby you know what i mean all, all good baby all good can we just go, go, go can... ears <laughs>
1: It, 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 once again, yes. after it, I feel like I'm in Groundhog Day here again, because once again, mm-hmm. after a tumultuous and long weekend, mm-hmm. I'm at least saying, hey, WVU won, the Steelers yeah, won, is. right? Yeah, and is. that's Go that's here. all that that's all that really matters. Um, But yes, you won too. So, so we crossed the board. We we're all good. That's it. I mean, and that's yeah. at the end of the day, that's you're safe and your team won. I mean, what else Come can on, you man. really ask for? Uh, pit but loss, yes, pit
0: loss too i don't know if that helps you oh, out too but you, you just hey, throw that you in said it there.
1: you said it not me let the record show well, i'm just saying
0: t- what i've realized it's throughout my though, travels man. now is that you know y'all y'all kind of y'all kind of like that they be like oh, all right when well, they lost too well that just makes it even better
1: <laughs> some might say some might say but yes it's i mean these past two weekends it's been like the absolute absolute duality of man for me like yeah. WV beats Pitt on Saturday and my car gets towed and it takes me five hours it costs me $300 to get it back on Sunday, right? And then the Steelers and the Browns on Monday Night Football, but all is well that ends well with a W. <laughs> we go out to Vegas. The duality, baby. We, we had still- ourselves a good time on Saturday. I might have even hit a West Parlay which Ooh, for those of, for those hey of you, for those, hey of of you che- for those of you checking at home a West Parlay is when the Mountaineers and Manchester United both play on a Saturday. All right? And you pick them both. You parlay them both to win. Money line, no points, no cover, none of that stuff. Just two straight up victories. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that happened on Saturday. And Manchester Let's United go. won. And Let's the go. Mountaineers won. All right. Uh, so I hit my West parlay, which helped my funds for the weekend out there in the Vegas. I watched the WVU game with a group of uh, of Steelers people, but one of them our buddy Billy Hillgrove, of course, mm-hmm. the voice Shout of the out to Steelers Billy in a. Maybe? a guy who has done pit football broadcast for 50 years. So a pit man in Billy as well, too. And that's a after, long time, baby. That's a long time. Uh, WVU was up a touchdown to paint the picture real quick. WVU was up a touchdown. Last play of the game, you know, two seconds left on the clock. It's fourth and goal for Iowa state. And so they're either going to tie the game here or maybe, you know, go for two and win it or WVU wins. I'm a mess. You know, uh and we and we held him incomplete pass on fourth down. And uh we go to leave the establishment that we were all watching the the uh the early games at and Billy looks at me and he goes, Wes, I really enjoyed watching you watch the Mountaineers. <laughs> that was quite an experience. <laughs> watching and, uh, you
0: watch the Mountaineers because he wasn't watching the Mountaineers. Don't get it twisted. Uh-uh.
1: no, he was watching Oregon uh Smack Colorado for for a story that everybody would laugh with. Right. So there were like six of us, like at this little sports bar in Vegas that we all went to. So we could watch all the different college football games and everything. And all throughout the game, you know, the WVU games going on the same time as the Colorado Oregon game all throughout the game, Billy keeps leaning into him and he's like, Oh my goodness. Did you see that? I'm like, no, Billy, actually, I didn't. Like, I'm just glued to the Mountaineers. He's like, that game
0: i watch watching Mountaineers right play right now. Yeah. So
1: it got to the point where, like, midway through the third quarter, Billy leaned into me one time, and he went, oh, my goodness, could you believe? Uh, who am I kidding? I know. what <laughs> you're, you're not even paying attention. You're watching your Mountaineers.
0: He's locked in, baby. He is locked in.
1: So, yes, from from that, a fun day. You know, we had a full day of, of, of Vegas Adventures, and my first time out there. So, really got to – put a face to some of the famous places that you see and hear about. Did you we get, went, married did get, married get married again? Did not get married again. I love okay. my lovely wife. Maybe I'm I'll take her away. I, I said to Morgan, we got to go back because that would be a fun place to to go I'm with your you, wife. Right. Honestly, like seriously, man. I know people think of Vegas and they think of debauchery, but like, it would be a really fun place to go with your wife because there's. I've been
0: there with wifey. And that's what made me think of like, yo, we got buried out there twice. It was fun. every
1: every it's great blessed. restaurant you can imagine is mm-hmm. there. And there's one on every corner. There's a that's, million different things to do. There's a million different shows going on like yeah. this. This Saturday that we were there in Vegas, Wiz was doing a show. Travis Scott was doing a show. The Foo Fighters were doing a show. Kelly Clarkson was doing a I'm show. Sure, like,
0: I'm sure Usher had a show concert, going on. Yeah. yeah, Pick
1: your concert. It's going on. Um, and then obviously a million different things to do from an entertainment standpoint as well, too. Uh, my wife's never been, well, she was there one time when she was like 16 or 17. And so when she came back, I was like, babe, we need to, we need to go for a weekend. Like there's so much to do there. There's, yeah. it, it was a lot of fun. We had the full Saturday in Vegas. Uh, I got in and out burger twice for those. Let's go. Games. Let's go. And now well, and I it this, you the sh- would be, was it everything oh, it, that
0: absolutely, you expected it absolutely it? was. I mean, I'll say this, okay. listen,
1: their fries aren't very good. They're, they're not, fair, but the bird, bur- the the burgers are phenomenal. Anybody who talks trash on the yeah. burgers is you're lying to yourself. Yeah. And they have milkshakes for like two dollars, and a milkshake normally yes. costs like twelve dollars. So that's yeah. that's cash too. But you'll see, Motzi. I can I can bring you some to the studio Ooh, uh, tomorrow if you want. Okay. When I was there twice in a day, the cashier who saw me the second time, he was like, "You know what? You deserve some stickers." And he gave me like a <laughs> handful of if you, if you guys Let's were watching go. on Zoom, like eight or nine In and Out Burger stickers there. So. Let's go uh sunday big victory of course um but yeah little little a little trouble getting home as, as everybody has heard we had to make an emergency landing in kansas city i was i was impressed by everybody because they said we got an emergency They, you know it's it's nighttime the lights yeah. are all off everyone's sleeping and they cut all the lights on the plane on and they come on over the intercom and they go we got to make an emergency landing in kansas city we'll be there in 10 minutes no one else is freaking out. I mean, I'm yeah. like, okay, well, this must not be a big deal because nobody else nah, is freaking yeah. out. I'm the am I the they'll, only one who's get
0: concerned? Get that plane before anything goes wrong. They land that flight first, baby. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's 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 what I was thinking too. Um, but you know, we we end up getting stuck on the runway for about nine hours until yeah. uh, till we sh- get on a shuttle to go to our. We had to wait for our other plane mm-hmm. to get to Kansas City because. We got 200 some people and thousands of pounds of equipment on that flight. You can't just, you know, jump on any, on any plane. Um, Yeah. So it was, uh, we left what would have been what about midnight um, Eastern time. We, we Mm -hmm. left at about midnight Eastern time, which was, you know, like nine o'clock ish in Vegas. Um, And it was, it was 2 PM before we, before we got back to Pittsburgh. So a nice 14 hour journey on what should have been about a four hour, uh, direct, flight. Yeah. but again, team one and we landed safely. And as evil Knievel would say, mozi, any safe landing is a good landing. All right. <laughs> um, but yes, we had some first world problems there on our, our, uh, our private jet needing, needing some extra oil or something. I don't, I don't speak airplane.
0: A lot of us don't sleep speak airplane, but I'm with you. As long as it lands safely, that's all that matters, man. And- can, can I tell you, before we go to our
1: first break, can I tell you one funny anecdote from the... I'm, I'm, listen, I've am i got stories, but I don't know what I should divulge you. This is going to be one of those, we're going to go to break and I'm going to tell Arthur Motes a lot more stories than I'm going to share here on the radio because I just don't want to be that guy who who, who hey, says hey, too hey, much.
0: play it safe, baby, play it safe. When in doubt, play it safe.
1: But this is safe, right? Um. So basically, when we when we get to Kansas City, when we find out the issue, when we find out we're going to have to wait for, for a new plane, it's like close to three in the morning at this point. And they're like, it's probably going to be nine, nine thirty before that plane gets here. And because they had to fly the airplane in from from somewhere else, like they had to Mm -hmm. get a pilot to the airplane to fly the airplane to us. Like you guys all know that's a whole process. Um, So they were like, it's going to be nine, nine thirty before the pilot gets before the new plane gets here. Um, So all we can do really now is get some rest. You know, we got we got six or seven hours like we're going to turn the lights off again. Everybody try and sleep. Everybody try and rest. Like eight thirty nine o'clock, they cut all the lights back on, and the sun had, it was coming up at that point, so people were starting to wake up anyways. But yeah. And they're like, the plane's going to be here in about a half an hour. We'll get on shuttles to take you to the new plane. We've got uh, some breakfast pizza, and we've got some Dunkin' Donuts that we're going to bring up and down the aisles for all of you guys for breakfast. Mozi they could have le- they coulda left Wolf on that plane for another twelve hours. <laughs> Wolf Wolf got his his two donuts, his cup of coffee, and his two slices of breakfast pizza, which I gotta be honest, the breakfast pizza was pretty I don't know where they got it from in Kansas yeah. City, but this breakfast pizza was it was just pizza with eggs and bacon and sausage.
0: It was I good. was wondering about that. Would y'all like go to a hotel? Cause I'm like, it's right no, like, in the it's with the safety so protocols and stuff, yeah, security two like, in the morning,
1: like we yeah. can't, you know, like when are we going to get buses at that hour? When are we going to get anything at that? Security, like all of that, yeah, yeah, because you so can't they were like, we got s- that much, just no. at a random hotel, with 200 people again, 200 people with, with, and thousands to, of pounds of equipment,
0: and, and Mr. Rooney and all that, the hundreds of millions of dollars worth of people up there, too, like, yeah, that's- correct.
1: Correct. Yeah. Um. So they, you know, turn on the lights and we got about a half an hour till we could get off this bird. And by the way, we brought you Dunkin' Coffee and Dunkin' Donuts and yeah. breakfast pizza. I mean, Wolf, Wolf thought he won the lottery. I mean, you could have kept Wolf there for another 12 hours. It was like Stockholm syndrome. I saw it play <laughs> out. We went from low morale to, well, we got free donuts and free pizza. This ain't so bad. after.
0: That's all we needed was some free eateries. That's it.
1: <laughs> our guy, our guy Wolf, always looking on the uh, on the bright side of life. We all know that for sure about about the Wolf man. That's all right, funny. we're gonna get it was it was hilarious. Like Wolf went from like we all did from like tired and sunken to Wolf was like best day ever. I got I got mm-hmm. free Dunkin', I got free pizza. Here we go. You can keep me here for another twelve hours, I won't complain. <laughs> we gotta get to our first break uh, on the other side. We we had to do a little story time there to to get us started, but on the other side, we will. Uh, get to some Raiders reaction as the Steelers were victorious out there uh, in the desert. I got to talk about that stadium as well, too. Boy, mm-hmm. I tell you what we'll do all of that when we return on SNR.
0: This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur
1: Moats on your 24, seven home of the black and gold
0: SNR.
1: Back on the blitz as we uh, are back from Las Vegas. All right. One more, maybe one or two more anecdotes for you, Mozi. All right. Mm-hmm. Real quickly. So the uh, Allegiant stadium first time there, right? Brand. I mean, only like two or three years old, a stadium in, in Las Vegas, of course. Yes. It does look like a Roomba. Like if you've got a Roomba or you've seen a Roomba when you're walking <laughs> up to it, that's exactly what it looks like. It's hilarious. Uh, and it's immaculate on the inside. I mean, it's just, God it's I. the nicest stadium I've been to by far um just everything is so clean everything is so new everything is so spacious um like it's got a roof it's got a dome but you can see through it if that makes sense is it retractable or no i don't believe so no um but you can see it's kind of like transparent you can see through it um you can kind of see the whole vegas strip from out of the one end zone it's it's pretty cool um and buddy is it loud in there oh my goodness like i don't know if it's just the acoustics i don't know if we were we had a pretty high vantage point there it was yeah. nice because we were like dead in the center of the field but our vantage point was pretty high um but i'm doing the halftime report and i can i can't even hear myself doing the halftime report and i'm telling like our buddy tom who's back in the it, studio a Lil
0: wayne performing out there right little
1: wayne's performing yeah. at halftime And I'm like, I got my hands over my headset trying to hear Tom, like, cue me when we come back from break. That's how loud it was. That's crazy. Um, And so if you listen to the halftime report, and I sounded like I was screaming. I apologize because that's because I couldn't hear anything. What Um, in the world? But they've got the Al Davis torch in the one end zone. Yeah, Um, I did
0: see that. That was pretty cool.
1: They've got, like, a club section down on the field that is, like, Like literally, like. Yes, but down on the field and like bottles it's it's Mozi it's 50k like Miami, to get a spot. Yeah, I almost say Miami's
0: club spot is like in the stands in the end zone so and it's enclosed. It's yeah, on the, this it's is on like, the ground
1: in the end zone. Geez. And they've got bottle service and that you can get 10 people. It's there's there there's suites for 10 people and there's probably I don't know 10 of them, maybe 12 yeah. of them, maybe a dozen and they cost 50 grand a game and that doesn't include your food or your booze either. Just 50 <laughs> grand. For ten people to sit there, uh, Shaq was down there. Mike Tyson was down there. Uh, Carrie Underwood was there. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it was it was a very it was a very Las Vegas the who's uh, who's yeah. yes. Who's but the who. Stadium the stadium was immaculate. I was telling Mozi too. The food spread was immaculate. Um, they had cheesesteaks. They had lobster rolls. They had po- build your own poke bowl station. Um, they had a pierogi bar. They had a hot dog bar. They had a, a big huge popcorn machine. They had Every kind of candy you can imagine in like a movie theater style setup, where you could just run up and grab boxes, and it ended up working out clutch, mozi because before we left, I snagged a big thing of M and M's, a big thing of Reese's cups, and a big thing of like mixed nut, you know, like almonds yeah. and cashews and 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 and, and, and uh, pistachios and all that. Uh, and we needed those on the plane at like three in the morning. You should have seen me passing out, passing out M&Ms to Bro, everybody. Hey, to Wolf, say, you man. want some M&Ms? Hey, Missy, you want some M&Ms? Hey,
0: look, when you sitting on that plane <clears throat> that long, especially after a game, a hard for game like oh, that, I felt starving on that thing.
1: Starving sore. Uh, again, at least, at least it was a W, right? Because yeah, the only, the only, the only thing that could have been worse other than our safety being threatened, obviously was, was having that type of delay after a win. But you're right. I mean, I felt bad for myself, but I really felt bad for for those guys. You go from playing a game, you're banged yeah. up, you're tired, you're sore. You just want to get home and shower and get something to eat. And uh, yeah, that was the last thing on Allegiant Stadium, too. Yeah. It's it's all built so well. and It's all so new, like getting in and out of there is unbelievable. You wouldn't like it's it's incredible. It's not like some nice. of these stadiums. It's not like some of these stadiums that are like built yeah, right yeah. in the city, you know, and it takes you forever to get out because the traffic mm-hmm. and all that stuff. We got out of that stadium into the private airport in ten minutes. I mean, like, I'm not even kidding because the airport God the airport Vegas, is, man. the airport is also right by the stadium, which helps too. Okay. But it was so streamlined, it was incredible. I mean within an hour from the game ending we're all on the plane and getting loaded and everything and we're all Dude, like this is
0: crazy anybody like, that's traveling no yeah. that is crazy yeah
1: we're like this is amazing we're going to be home so early and then and then jokes on us of course how <laughs> how it all, how it like, all who played who it
0: jinxed out. it who jinxed it yep uh,
1: but yes so uh there's the final kind of tidbits and and everything from uh from our travels from Vegas from Allegiant Stadium anything that I missed Mozzie <sighs>
0: You gave me the West Parlay.
1: Yep. You gave me the eateries. Yep.
0: You gave me the travel. Yep. Snafu.
1: Yep. The wolf. You
0: told me the shenanigans. You told me the shenanigans. So, yeah, I think. I think that about covers it. Oh,
1: one more for you.
0: One more for you. What was one? All right. What you you got?
1: The brand new giant sphere in Vegas, right? The sphere, right? You've seen the pictures of it changes, it, changes from an eyeball to a smiley face to advertisements yes, yes. to the they ocean. kind of distracting, though, bro. It was right outside my hotel room. Oh, that's creepy, bro! Oh, right man. outside my hotel room.
0: Hey, ah. God, low man you on could, the totem pole. You can imagine
1: out. me there late Saturday night checking that. I'm like, I gotta, sh- I gotta shut the curtains because I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna sleep. Yeah. It was it was uh it was fantastic I tell you it was it was really cool but I did it was super distracting and there was no way I was gonna let's sleep go, with that thing beaming go. right through right through the window hey. so yeah I got an up close look at the at the sphere I'll have, maybe I'll have to tweet out I took some no, funny seriously, pictures man. like look here I'll show it to you real quick on Zoom like that's how close it was to me out my hotel room look at that picture yo why is it so <laughs> big <laughs> it's so big it's so bright like they got Yeesh. the big U two advertisement on because that's the the first event there yeah. is in like a week or two and it's a U two concert that's gonna be the first thing ever there. So right yeah, outside yeah. right outside our, yeah. our our hotel room window. Yeah, I think it's massive dude. It was a, it was a nice late night view while we were winding down. Let me tell you, mozi, the best part though, the cherry on top of my first Uh-oh. Vegas uh, uh, weekend was of course though a big dub for the Pittsburgh Steelers. 24 mm-hmm. only to Las Vegas. Can we do the first 20 minutes of our show talking about everything, but the game? I mean, that's it's just, Vegas, you know, bro. it was Vegas. Vegas. It's Vegas with it's a plane Vegas. delay in there too. story 23, on, uh, 23 to 18. The biggest, uh, or the final score score, pardon me of the, uh, the biggest show in town, uh, in Vegas this past weekend is the Steelers take care of business. I just sweat it out a little bit at the end. Um, but a, a, uh, a, 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 think convincing victory in a lot of ways, Once again, the defense just with a Herculean effort and forcing multiple turnovers. And then finally, uh, seeing that offense taking a step forward, uh, another big explosive play touchdown, a couple nice long drives. Kenny Pickett has his first multiple passing touchdown game uh, in the in his National Football League career. So what was your biggest takeaway? Was it the defense once again? Was it the offense taking a step forward? Uh, What was your biggest takeaway from the victory on Sunday Night Football?
0: Just team game, man. All three phases. All three phases had to work together. Offense had to do what they needed to do in terms of scoring, not just scoring. Don't turn the ball over. That was critical, right? That was make case the difference in the game. We talk defense. Make the plays you're supposed to make, right? Situationally, they were really good. Did they allow some yardage? Sure, but they created the turnovers that they needed to create. Special teams. Give me flipping the field and minimize returners. We have both of those things with the punting and with the return game. From Calvin Austin. So, yeah, as a whole, man, that was my big takeaway. I just thought that when we're talking about the growth and development, when we're talking about how you want to see a team progressing over those first, you know, month of the season, this was the next natural progression. The quality of opponent definitely matters. And that's another benefit because it is giving us even more information. Based on who we faced these first couple of games, we're going to have even more information once we get out of this upcoming week so we can really know, you know, a little bit more about us. But as a whole, though, I thought it was, like I said, just a good performance from all three phases of the team right now, man.
1: Yeah, you're right. Um, The offense did its part. The defense continued to, to show why, you know, when they're humming like that, they're one of the best units in the league and then special teams as well, too. I mean Boswell money once again, and 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 some kicks that Mr. ended up being
0: fifty-seven,
1: being pretty big in hindsight, huh? I I, mm-hmm. I tell you what, um, and then how about Presley Harvin as well too? Much maligned through the start of the season, uh, but he does his part as well. So I'm with you. I mean that's the, I think that's the beauty of this of this Steelers team that we're starting to see. Um, the defense still leading the way, but you got every you got everyone contributing. You got everyone making. A, a another nice um field flipping type return in the special yep. teams game is as well too. And you've had a couple of those now from Calvin Austin and from Anthony McFarlane Jr. both. Um that's how this team is is gonna have to to win games. They're um, you know, they are, I think, getting towards, you know, built being able to, if the defense has an off day, the offense can can shoulder the load we know when the offense is struggling, the defense like they did on Monday night against Cleveland can take the reins and, mm-hmm. and go get a win. But if you want to look up, you know, here in a couple of weeks and have a winning record and and all those things in front of you, as we mentioned, as you hope you're starting to play your best football, you know, when you, when you get into late October and November and starting to hit your stride and all those different things, you're going to need it from all three phases. As this team grows, as the offense and special teams continue to grow, as the defense does what they do. And you're right. Like that was the encouraging part to me, was, yeah, it, it took all three phases to get the win against Cleveland on Monday night, without a doubt. But this was a much more balanced, the offense doing it its part with a couple scoring drives and, and some field goals as well, too. The, the special teams kicking in, the defense shutting the doors we know they can do, forcing turnovers once again. That's what you're going to have to do here, you know, as, again, as you're trying to hit your stride and trying to get to November, you know, back half of the season and start playing your best football.
0: Yeah, because the thing is this, man, in the NFL, there is no – one and one way only to win. This is a league where you got to find ways to win every single week, and it doesn't matter the style points. It doesn't matter if you score thirty because you've seen teams score thirty and lose thirty-three to thirty. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you only score thirteen points because you could win a game thirteen to ten. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But the big thing is you just have to consistently find ways to win, stack positive performances. Last week to this week, both positive performances, but very different in the manner. Yeah. Both impressive for multiple reasons. Last week, because the defense was able to stand on their head since hockey season is about to start up. You know how that goes. There you go. There You, you go. know what I'm saying? But uh, the defense was able to stand on their head and score multiple touchdowns while creating multiple turnovers to get us out of a stadium. All right. This week, we get explosive play from offense, along with a follow-up touchdown from Kenny. Different style defense last week, dominant, dominant at times. Defense this week, situationally dominant, because we know what Devontae was doing at times. Sure, sure. He that.
1: had a, he had a special night. Right. He did.
0: So situationally, though, we were dominant, but still created the turnovers, created a splash. So it's like when you're watching this team, we're saying what is sustainable, what is something that we should be concerned about. Well, we're seeing that number one, our ability to create turnovers has continued to show up. Mm-hmm. That hasn't left our ability to eight, rush the, eight passer, the first
1: three games. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: our ability to rush the passer continues to show up. Our ability to have good depth on defense as well. When you're seeing guys like Joy Porter Jr., when you're seeing guys like Marcus Golden come out and get a sack, when you're seeing guys like Keanu Benton rotate in, Montrevis Adams come through, Mark Robinson and Quan Alexander, yep. multiple bodies that we use. That's sustainable. When we talk offensively, we know right now, man, George Pickens continues to show that he is a top-tier receiver. Even though his style of play in terms of creating separation is a little bit different than a Deontay or a traditional route runner, we're seeing that he's still a productive player. That's continuing to carry over. When we talk about Calvin Austin, it's been three games regular season. It's been three games preseason. He's looked fast. Mm -hmm. We're not saying he's a great route runner. We're not saying that he's the, the, the great blocker or reverse guy or anything. But what we are saying is he's fast. And every time he's out there, he looks fast. Those are things that are sustainable. Kenny continuing to go through his progressions and look more confident with his decision making. Sustainable. Running game, what we know between Jalen and Najee is showing that at least one of the two are going to be hot. Now, 30 been looking more consistent with that, but we'll leave that for another time. But as a whole, though, we feel good in terms of the main portions of offense, defense, special teams being sustainable going forward, and that's what you hang your hat on, man.
1: I think you're absolutely right. That's what we're going to hang our hat on. That's what we're going to continue to talk about. We'll deep dive a little bit more into that offense, some of the run game things, what we saw from Kenny Pickett, the defense as well too, the good, and maybe some more on that uh the Devonte Adams performance we saw uh as well and how you negate some of that uh, in the coming weeks. Against some talented wide receivers. It is the Steelers Blitz here, special edition. As we, uh, you know, due to some difficulties with travel, are uh, are doing this one from our home big for time you. friend. Our big time yeah, friend. You know how yeah, that goes. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk more about that win out in Las Vegas as we round out the first hour of the show on the other side. This is the Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the
0: Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Moats on your 24-7
1: home of the Black and Gold
0: SNR.
1: Final segment here of the first hour of the Steelers Blitz after another victory. Victory. Yeah, you know, it is right what they say, Motes. When things like that happen, like travel delays and stuff, it just throws everything off. Like we missed it our doesn't. victory. We missed our victory. Monday shout. Um you know, we're not doing this show live. so We don't have as much like instant reaction participation mm. from the people, it's like we typically sad. do. It's kind of sad and gloomy. You know, but mm. we don't we don't seek comfort. If people know anything about you and I, they know that we don't seek comfort. So can't seek comfort. Can't do that. Can't see I was trying to get Wolf not to seek comfort yesterday. I was like Wolf, you know, we can we can tap in digitally and do this show from thirty thousand feet, baby.
0: What's up? That would have been a flex too. although so You ever you ever went live from this high up? We are. I'll be, I'll
1: be honest with you, I, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that the internet uh, was that good on the plane. You know, like the internet on the team plane is good enough that like you could scroll your Instagram feed. You know what I mean? But you could check you an not, email. Hosting a live show. But yeah, in terms of having enough stability for a uh, for a two hour live connection, I don't think I don't think that would have been the case. Saying,
0: good luck, good, good luck. luck,
1: because good I've listened Motzi, I've tried to stream uh, football games in the air before. Yeah, good luck with that one, bro. And that one, and, and that, one that one, that one doesn't work. So you know, like when the Mountaineers are playing, when we're on the team flight, I just got to sit there and refresh either the watch play, the, hey, look, re- either, either refresh watch the play by play,
0: the play by play, or you look at the little game cast with a little football, just boop. All right, football's over here now. Oh, all right. I guess they still got the ball. Nope. All right. I guess they just punted it. <laughs>
1: Boop. Yes. indeedy. Yes. indeedy. All right, mozi since this is the last segment of the first hour, you know, we don't want to, uh, we don't want to shorten the defense here because we respect defense on this show. So let's close out, you know, these last 10 minutes or so that we have here. Uh, let's talk about the offensive side of the football. Um, yeah. I think you alluded to it a little bit. This, this team is if, if we're going to get where we want to go, right, which is double digit victories, which is a chance at a division title playoff spot, win some playoff games, find ourselves in an AFC championship game after we get hot and play our best football at the right time. Right. Like they're going to have to be able to run the football more successfully and more consistently. They just mm-hmm. are. But this is a victory Monday. It's Tuesday as you and I record this, but this is a victory Monday show. So we're going to start. We're going to focus with the positive. Right. Um, Man. Once again we see the chunk plays from the offense. Uh consecutive weeks of a touchdown of over 70 yards. That was something Mozi. That was like seeing a blue moon last year. We didn't even get close to we didn't even get close to anything like that, right? That was like seeing pigs fly. Uh you have the long touchdown drive once again Kenny Pickett with a nice throw rolling away from his body to Pat Fryermuth in the back of the end zone. Uh Kenny taking two or getting uh throwing I should say two touchdown passes. Mm-hmm um for the first time in his young national football league career um w- was that the most encouraging thing of the offense just seeing kenny operate and what might have been his best game as a pro to this point
0: i mean to me it's just natural progression you know the things that i enjoyed most about watching kenny was number one the toughness that he was displaying he, he, was he some took shots. some hits took some hits like make the throws you're supposed to make and we saw him do that so we don't minimize that without a doubt, but it was just like I said, reassuring that you just did the things that you were supposed to do. You missed the crosser last week when it was Calvin Austin. Everybody highlighted it, went crazy on you on social media, right? You hit the throw this week to George Pickens, and that's the difference, right? You missed throws last week and you made them this week. Your mechanics were cleaner this week. He just played. He just played with more confidence this week because we could get enamored one way or the other with like the statistics right he threw the two touchdown pass so he threw for over 200 yards but we know how the stat game goes we go use it this week as a positive and then we'll be tearing them down the next week as a negative over it so for me I just I don't get enamored with that portion it's more so yes you want the stats to reflect something positive and they did which was good but it was more so the feel part watching him just like he had a good feel for it. he didn't look like adversity bothered him And what was the diversity early on in the game? It was, man, we starting slow. Let's not act like we scored 23 points in the first quarter. We did not do that in the first quarter. First quarter was kind of like, all right. And then we had the fullback dive that didn't work. And it was like, all right, are we about to regress? And it would have been very easy for Kenny to spiral. It would have been very easy for Kenny to say, oh, here we go. Another week. Oh, well, let me put it on Matt Canada because, you know, the reports came out that he was going to be more, you know, prominent hands on with me. So maybe this is bothering. Maybe this it, it was, just, you know, it would have been an easy excuse for him at that portion of the game. But that wasn't what happened. He goes from almost on a pick six on a miscommunication that people crucified him on to dropping a dime mm-hmm. on a 72 yard at Calvin Austin handling adversity. Okay, now you get a nice lead. Y'all up two scores. We're thinking, y'all about to put the game away at one point, go up 30 to, you know, seven, and we we over here sending the backups in. But it doesn't work out like that for multiple reasons. But now it's the fourth quarter, and we need you to get a first down. It's less than two minutes. We need you to get one first down, and everybody in this stadium knows that you got to make this throw on this particular play right here. Right, right. Excellent call, first off by Matt Canada. But... The second part was Kenny showing the confidence. Kenny hitting and making a clean and deliverable and catchable ball. Stuff that we did not see him do the first two games. We were talking about routine throws not being made routinely. This game, he made those routine throws. And when we're talking about being a good player in this league, that's the prerequisite. You have to do the routine things routinely. Now, when you talk about going to the next step of being elite, and sure. exceptional all that well now you could take that and you multiply it and you do it at the tj watt type level or the mika fitzpatrick type level but we need you to at least do the bare minimum for week so, so we can feel confident about you going forward and i felt like that's what we at least got from him sunday night he made the routine plays but he also showed the ability to do something else yeah the 72 yarder and even on the call the the scramble they got called back where you know he breaks in the middle of the field, runs up, almost scores. I think he went out at like the five or six yard line. Once again, just showing his ability to extend plays, his ability mm-hmm. to use his athleticism. So, like I said, really good performance from him, but small sample size. Still, I think it was what his sixteenth game, right? Yep, seventeenth game coming a season up. Season
1: now, yeah, yeah,
0: seventeenth game coming up. This would be the final game of his rookie season. Let's see what he looks like. It's a very formidable matchup as well in contrast to San Francisco and Cleveland. Have you looked at San Francisco and Cleveland since they played us? Pretty
1: have, good you what
0: have you seen what their defense has been doing since they played Pretty us? Pretty good defense. For everybody that crucified Dan Moore and troops a core for Miles Garrett having how many sacks last week? What did he have, what, zero sacks? Yeah, he ain't have a sack, right? You know that way we had have three and a half of them sacks uh, yesterday or Sunday. I, I just want to let y'all know. So, yes, yes, we got the worst old line ever. I got you and all that other stuff. But Miles ain't had three and a half sacks, five tacks, five forcefuls, so all this other craziness. Okay? Just throwing that thing out there. But that's the type of defense that this dude or this team has been facing them first couple of games we said this week would be different because instead of it being a full cast of characters like that, you got one Max Crosby, you got a Marcus Peters that's, you know, on the backside, surprised he dropped the pick. Very surprised by it, right? Now
1: you talked about that on yeah. Friday. <laughs>
0: and then we said the final person was Devontae Adams on offense. Those are the three. If you could force Jimmy Cheney into a turnover, you got to uh, capitalize on it, and we did. But that made sense when you talked about this matchup, and that's why this Texans matchup coming up. Like man, we should be feeling some similar things, man, because it's another group where we match up really well. Yeah, and that's what we need right now, especially while we're on the come up, because we're still a young team.
1: Absolutely, and you're gonna have. Listen, uh, you know, I repeated it at nauseam. I say it all the time. I said it a dozen times in training camp. Progression isn't always linear, right? Uh, you you you're gonna take steps forward. You're gonna take steps back. You're gonna take steps forward. You you just want that arrow consistently still moving in an upward trajectory. Yes. And so just because you scored what, 23 points uh, against the the uh the Raiders doesn't mean that you're gonna, okay, we're gonna go get twenty-eight on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I think you're right. I think you are in a portion here of your schedule where yeah, listen, going on the road is always tough. Even when you got Steeler Nation occupying 50, 60% of the stadium, going on the road is is always difficult in this league. Um, particularly when you're changing time zones and all those different things too, I- as well, right? Um but in terms of the defenses, defensive personnel that they've seen, yeah, Max Crosby, dog. Peters, great player. Um, but you thought there were some areas on the Raiders you thought, and you did take advantage of. I think kind of that same thing upcoming for Houston, which is good news to me, Motzi, because you're gonna have to score points against that Texans team. I mean, they're starting to figure it out a little bit on offense. Stroud's looking really comfortable early on. I mean, they just went and beat the Jags, a team that a lot of people were saying kind of. And they won you know, a game
0: in the playoffs last year. That yeah, right. I about? mean,
1: a lot of people were saying, mm-hmm. okay, you know, after the Chiefs and the Bengals and the Bills, the Jags are the next best, best team in the AFC. That was a a lot of people were saying that coming into this season. So uh, it's a good time to be taking a step forward because you've got some favorable matchups uh, in terms of the defenses. And again, you're going to have to score some points. I think, particularly on the road this week to win again in Houston. First hour of the program in the books. When we return on the other side, all right, we're going to talk about. The defense, baby, getting after quarterbacks, taking the football away, causing havoc, doing what they do out in Las Vegas once again. We'll continue to give our Raiders reaction on the other side as we get into our number two of the Steelers Blitz. I'm Wesley Euler. He's Arthur Moats, and this is SNR you've spent all winter stuck inside imagining your next big home project a bigger brighter kitchen a fabulous new fence the possibility
0: of a pool there's so much you would do if only you could the good news? With an S&T Home Equity Total Line of Credit, you can. We've got your back with financial flexibility, and we're here to support you with exceptional customer service. So dream as big as you want, and we'll help you bring those dreams home. At S&T, it's just what we do. s Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender.